Well, Stony Brook family, I get to report to you this morning on a, uh, an incredible journey that we got to take. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, July 15th, um, our ASP teams loaded up and took off from Stony Brook's parking lot just before the 8 o'clock service began. We took 31 folks in four giant vans and one cargo van down to Jonesville, Virginia. If you ever look at Virginia on a map, you'll know that it comes to a very fine point on the westernmost tip that is right in the corner of Kentucky and Tennessee. In fact, one of our teams was only about 20 miles from where those three states connect, and I think they'll, they'll share a little bit about that this morning. In fact, we were so close to Tennessee that um, I was on a floater team. Uh, um, Greg Stone and I uh, were, were out supporting all of our teams, and our GPS only wanted to take us to Landmark. So while we put in an address, it was taking us to the same school over and over and over again. Um, so when we went back, we knew, okay, don't stop at the school. Keep going until we see our team's van. Um, so we kept going, kept going, kept going. Well, they had gone to use the restroom, so their van was not our landmark anymore. All of a sudden, the house numbers were counting in the opposite direction, and we realized that we had entered a new state on this back road. So uh, the states are really close together in Jonesville and Lee County, Virginia. Um, this was our 43rd year taking trips. I can't even count how many trips. There's been several years that we've taken two trips a year. On the screen, I know it's kind of dark and fuzzy, but this is actually the team from our very first trip. In 1976, this was the very first ASP team. It was Karen and Sandy Henley, Rhonda White, Lisa Davis, Julie Walsh, Jerry, Don, Dean, and Irma Lewis, John Rodeheffer, Jenny Walsh, Judy Swice, Jenny Evans, Sean and Bill Pleasance, and Vicki and Merrill Horn that headed out on that first Stony Brook ASP trip. Yeah, you can clap for that. I know Dick wanted to. Folks, this is a team that in 1976 heard the Lord say, who will go? And they said, send me. Our scripture verse this morning is found in Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 8 says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. And we use that verse a lot when we're talking about missions trips and, and going out and doing projects. But what we skip a lot is what comes right before it. It says, It was in the year King Uzziah died, 740 B.C., that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations, and the entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, it's all over. I am doomed. For I am a sinful man, I have filthy lips, and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the king, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the angels flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it and said, See, the coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then... I heard the Lord asking, whom should I send? 
who will go for us? I said, here I am. Send me. Out of our hesitation is where so many times we find the beautiful strength to say, send me. Isaiah is is looking at the king of kings, the Lord of lords, and his response is not, yeah, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to go do something. His response is, it's all over. I'm doomed. He knows that he is a sinful man in front of a sinless God, and he feels at his core that there is nothing he can do to stand up to that. There is nothing he can do that will respond to that in a way that has anything but doom for himself. And God saying, you are forgiven, changes all of that. In a moment, he goes from, I am doomed, to here I am, send me. Stony Brook Church, I'm proud to announce that 31 of your members this summer said, send me to the Appalachian Service Project. But I also am proud to announce that one of our members has said, send me for the entire summer. I actually got to spend a day with Miss Rebecca Weaver while we were on our trip. She had her day off on Thursday while we were down there. She drove two hours from Scott County, Tennessee. She left at 5 a.m. on her day off to come and hang out with us for the day. I got to hang out with Rebecca. I got to drive around the mountains and visit all our teams, and it was such a blessing. We thank God for Rebecca saying, send me. But we also thank God for our teams that went this month. Um, If we could have my four friends come on up and join us, that would be incredible. Can you guys help me welcome them up? like I told them which stools to take or something. All right, would you guys do me a favor? Just tell us first your name, uh, how many times you've served on ASP, and then why you wanted to go this year, why you wanted to be involved in this trip. So, my name is Jordan Goldwarren. Tell them. Oh, oh. (laughs) So, my name is Jordan Goldwarren. I've been on ASP two times now, and the main reason I wanted to go was to be able to help and do more outreach work in the community and things like that. My name is Jeff Javorski. This was my third trip on ASP, and the reason I went was to uh, serve others because they need the help. My name is Dave Schnelli, and this was my first time on ASP, and I went to help just someone in need and to be able to use the skills that God blessed me with. My name is Grace Varney. This is my second year on ASP, and I went to help people in need and to make new friends. Awesome. Hey, could you do me a favor and just tell us a little bit about your team? But let me preface that by saying when we go to, when we go to ASP, um, their center staff, which our staff was comprised of six college-age kids, they get to name all their job sites throughout the summer, and then our teams take on the title of their job sites. So we separated into four teams this year. We had uh, two teams of seven, two teams of eight that went uh, on this trip. You've seen their pictures. We'll leave those up as they're speaking a little bit. Um, But our teams got named. This year's theme was after SpongeBob SquarePants episodes. So all of the teams had SpongeBob SquarePants episodes as names for their teams. Last year it was like Parks and Rec references, so it was kind of silly. I thought, uh, uh, well, there's a couple really good ones, but I'll let them share that with you. So tell us your team name, who was on your team, and, uh, and how you guys work together. Um, my team name was Grandma's Kisses. <laughs> um, it was me, 
Nathan Graves, Emma Seepeck, Zoe Stone, Chrissy Schnelli, Amy Shoup, and Greg Subasak. So when you go on ASP, you don't exactly know everybody on your team, or maybe not as much. And so throughout the week, you get to know each other much more, much better. And you start to work together, and you create new bonds, and you get really close, and it creates a new family environment that you didn't have before. Uh, my team name was License to Milkshake. <laughs> I still don't understand it. But. Uh, on my team was Jesse Hicks, uh, Pastor Bob, uh, Steph Steeman, uh, Stephen Shoup, Meredith Whistler, and Molly Seepeck. And I don't think we knew anyone. I mean, we knew of each other, but not like actually knew each other. And by the time we got out of the van, when we got there, it was like we were a family. And <laughs> so we were ripped pants. <clears throat> and we were also the J team because we had Josh Marisek, Jacob Shoup, um, myself, <laughs> Joey Dixon, um, Tabby Green. Emily Miller, and sorry, uh, Madeline Seabrat. And um, I, honestly, every year I start, I know a couple of people by faces, um, but I think, like, like Dave said, partway down, we already felt like we knew each other, we were having fun, and just carried on through the entire week. So, my name, I mean, my group name was Squeaky Boots. It, it was me, Grace Baker, Connor Mullen, uh, Jen Hemingway, Dan Shoup. Stop hitting the mic. What? Stop hitting the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Haley Weaver, David Seapack, and <laughs> all right and um we all knew each other but not to like a personal extent so like midway through the week we are already knowing like hobbies and all of that so i thought that was a cool experience awesome awesome so asp um does a great job of connecting teams with homeowners uh, they, they say that it is, uh, it is a relational ministry that has some housework involved. Um, so we go to do some work, but a big part of that is the families that we get to work with. So would you just tell us about your family that you get to work with? So my family was Jose and Really, And Jose was a very funny and had a lot of jokes and was very friendly. At the beginning of the week, he was very quiet and to himself, but as we um, talked to him and more, he ended up opening up to us and being a lot more talkative and things like that. But Maria Lee oftentimes was at work, uh, but we did get to meet her and have lunch with her, and she turned out to be a very nice person as well. So we had uh, Ralph and Charlotte Beth, and uh, they 
<clears throat> we were working on a room for Charlotte Beth, a 12-year-old going on teenager. So um, he, Ralph was originally from the Cleveland area, which helped because he and I had a bit in common. And um, you know, we, we, we had a good time kind of sort of reminiscing about the Cleveland area and helping him out. Uh, our homeowner was Miss Renee. Uh, we did. We had the chance to actually meet her on Thursday. She was sick most of the week, and but then uh, it was like we were around her the rest of the like. Just those two days that we were with her was amazing. I think she changed a lot of her kids' lives just by some of the conversations she had. So. So my homeowner was Marie. She was a very sweet woman, and she had this little dog named Sissy. Dog liked to get into everything that we were doing. It was always in the way. Um, so when we first got there, she wasn't too open. She kind of was shy, but after like probably only five minutes, she was very open, very caring, always offered us something that she had. Um, but I always remember in the back of her living room, she had this cabinet. It was full of these little like cat figurines. Some of them were gifts, some she had picked up. She had like a collection of cats. Now she owned a dog, but outside her house was a lot of stray cats that she fed. I thought that was really cool because they didn't come inside, they just stayed around the porch and she would take care of them like they were her own. So that kind of like shows you how she was. She would take care of anyone and everyone that she met and she was a very sweet woman. Um, so my team was myself and Greg Stone. Uh, we were what we call floaters. Uh, so we had a, a support vehicle that we took. It was a large cargo van. Uh, we took extra tools in case there were jobs that needed those on. Uh, and we took extra skills because, well, that's what we're capable of. Um, we got to visit all four of our sites throughout the week, meet all of those families. But we actually got to go to at least, I think, six or seven, uh, maybe even eight other teams' um, houses throughout the week for ASP. We did a lot of deliveries for our center staff, uh, and, and, and I think we delivered three or four showers and things like that, um, that we were able to meet some of those other families as well. And I got to say that um, I could sit and talk to these families all day long. Like, their, their stories are incredible um, to hear them talk. But that's not the only reason we go. Um, while some of us would like to just sit and talk and hear, uh, hear their stories, uh, you guys also did some incredible projects at these houses. Would you just tell us a little bit about the work that you did while you were there, what you tried to accomplish while you were on ASP? Mostly in the kitchen in the bathroom. So in the kitchen, we ripped up the old laminate flooring, fixed some of the subflooring that wasn't doing too well, and we put down new laminate flooring that looked amazing. And in the bathroom, there were some plumbing issues that needed fixed, so we ourselves didn't exactly do that. Some other people from the center, like Ben and Greg and the Greg on my team, they sorted through that and did most of it that they could. And we took out some old drywall that wasn't exactly how it needed to be and we cut and replaced it. We mudded over it to make the wall flat and then we painted the whole bathroom a new shade. Uh, we did a lot of stuff. Bob was a slave driver. So. <laughs> uh, we first, uh, there was a bathroom that needed to be finished up, and we installed a new tub surround, mudded the walls, painted the, the walls, um, laid down the flooring. Um, 
put in a vanity, uh, trimmed out the bathroom, and then put up tower racks, Stephen. Uh, in the kitchen, a faucet needed replaced. So Stephen and I, we we tackled that and put a new a new faucet. Um, I think she was going almost a year without a functional faucet in her kitchen. And also a leaky drain. Sorry. <laughs> We also finished a roof on our porch. Um, the big one for me, which is why I'm crying, is uh, she went 30 years with all of her sewage going into her backyard. And we as a group were able to connect into the city sewer and get her so she didn't have suds or sewage running out into her backyard. I'm sorry. That one meant a lot to Dave, uh, and in case you couldn't catch, um, for 30 years, uh, all of this lady's drains were running just into her backyard. Didn't have a proper septic system. Um, she washed the clothes, and it would just be a backyard full of suds. Uh, ASP really wanted to get her tied into the city, but all the bids they were getting were well over $1,000 to connect her to the city sewage, and it's just not something they can afford to do. And uh, this team, Dave, was able to get her connected to the city lines so that she no longer has a bathtub in her backyard every time she does laundry. So um, that, was a, that was a really cool one. Unlike the rest of them, we spend a lot of time watching mud dry, paint dry. Um, we, we were uh, helping out, like I said, in the bedroom. Um, when we got there, they had put up new drywall, uh, new walls, a new window. So uh, we framed out a window, squared up and framed out a door, rebuilt a closet. Um, they said a lot of mudding, a lot of painting. Um, we tried to get our uh, Charlotte Beth to make some decisions because it was her room and we ended up making the decisions for her because she just wouldn't uh, tell us what she wanted. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we accomplished a lot, but you know, hearing what everybody else did, yeah, it's- Bob, a, it's was, Bob a, was a slave driver, so. <laughs> if we weren't doing something, we were, we, were, we were being told to do something else, so I mean. <laughs> So on our site, we removed the kitchen floor along with the cabinets and sink. Um, we ended up putting in new subflooring and then on top of that laminate flooring. And we also got new cabinets, which we stained and it was a long process for that. And then we put them in and got a new sink and faucet. So this team, uh, which was Squeaky Boots, yeah, that's fun to say, uh, they got to completely tear out the kitchen floor on this house. Um, there was a lot of water damage from, from, uh, from years of just leaky faucets and everything else. Um, and one of the things that they got to do was tear out the old cabinets. 
Um, ASP uh, tries to save everything that they can because they just, they, they've only got so many dollars to go uh, on each job. And one of the things they asked them to do was to salvage the cabinets in this kitchen when they were tearing out the floor. Uh, I, I saw the cabinets, they pretty much disintegrated when they pulled them out. Um, and so they had to request uh, that, that we could put some new cabinets in there. And that was a really tough decision for this ASP group of college students to make because whatever dollars they put into something they had not counted on can't go to something else that they were counting on. Um, and so a after a couple days, they decided that they'd go ahead and get cabinets. They put in some brand new cabinets in this place, and they looked awesome. Um, but we didn't have a sink to put in other than replacing what was there with what was there. Uh, and it was a an old cast sink that was pretty well rusted. Um, so our team decided that they were just going to go ahead and buy a sink. Um, they went out, picked up a sink, brought it in, got all the new plumbing parts for it, got it all put together. So that family had a brand new kitchen sink to go in their brand new kitchen floor and cabinets. And that was a beautiful thing. Um, we, uh, we don't always have that luxury, um, but we really felt like that was something that we could gift that family that would make a difference in their life. So um, really cool work that all four of these teams got to do. So I'm going to have you guys send it down one more time, and I just want you to share um, if you had a God moment, if you had just something that happened while you were there, or anything else that you'd like to just say about ASP real quick. Go ahead and, and share with us. So one of my God moments was at the end of the week, we did like a little circle prayer, like a popcorn prayer, and the homeowner, Maria Lee, joined in and blessed us, and it was amazing to see that. Throughout the entire week, I think just everything we did, no matter what it was on a given day, um, Ralph, the homeowner, was just overjoyed. And every day he was so thankful and smiles on his faces, or his face. Um, it was just, it was amazing to see. Uh, one day we uh, finished up early and Bob and I were like, let's go take a trip. We had no clue where we were going other than directions. Drive down that road until you get to the BP, turn right, and you'll see it. And that was the pinnacle, which was three states at one time. So it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I think all of our kids will. They said, thank you for not taking us to Walmart. <laughs> So on Thursday, we ran into a lot of problems. So many where we were just at a stand pass and couldn't do anything. We had kind of lost hope, thought we weren't going to finish, and just kind of give up. It was a bad day. We all left, were about to leave in a bad mood where, as our way, on our way out, Marie, our homeowner, pulled us off to the side and said, I have a gift for you guys. She goes back into her back room, and she comes out with these hand towel things. And she said, my sister made these, and I want you guys to have them. They were like really pretty hand towels, but on the top there was a, what's it called? The pot holder attached to the top of it, so you could like connect it on the fridge. And they were really cute, and her sister had made them. And she even had these like little bags that looked like dresses for, they were like little laundry bag things, they were super adorable. And she just wanted us to have them. And it was so sweet, so unexpected. It really lifted our spirits and gave us a newfound hope. And we knew we could do it. 
Uh, I actually want to brag on that team for just a moment. Um, so Friday rolled around, and, and we're always trying to get our projects done by Friday. Uh, we usually check out at the end of the day around 4.30, pack up our tools, head back to the center, cleaned up, dinner, all that stuff. Um, this team uh, ran out of flooring on Friday, probably about an hour after they should have already been packing up and heading back. And they returned to the center, pulled into the warehouse, and begged the ASP staff to give them another box of flooring so they could go back and wrap up that floor for them. So they had already said their goodbyes, everybody had given Marie a couple hugs, and then they came back an hour later with the, the needed supplies so that they could go ahead and finish her floor for her and get her wrapped up uh, and taken care of for the summer. That was a beautiful way to, to just say we love you um, to a woman that uh, um, did nothing but love while we were there. So it was a really cool experience for them. Uh, can you guys help me thank these folks for their stories? Yes, we have them today. Yes, we'll see it.